Blake and Michael present Population 536. All right. Good evening, everybody. Hey, so we have a special guest on tonight, uh, but let's start with our introductions. My name is Michael. Uh, I host and produce this podcast. Blake and I have known each other for, man, uh, we've known each other well for about 10 years. I guess we could say that because we've known of each other for a while, but I think about 10 years we're working on. Um, so I've got Blake as my co-host, and then we've got a special guest on tonight, our buddy Brandon. If you listen to our previous podcast, uh, he's the one that we ragged on pretty good for having terrible ADD uh, in our previous podcast. So, uh, Brandon, you want to say a little something about yourself? Squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> uh, you know, just uh, happy to be here, man. You know, talking shit about me in the previous podcast. I definitely appreciate it. About the shit internet, the ADD, you know. I did find that. Fucking hilarious, mind you, but uh, good. You know, <clears throat> I just appreciate that opportunity to jump on and for a special guest, and uh, let's get this thing rolling, man. Yeah. So yeah, we've we had Brandon on the previous podcast for all we know, like we've spoken about in the past. And today, what I wanted to bring up is, you know, in the previous podcast, Blake was talking about how he didn't really want to cover a lot of 2020 stuff, but we did have some pretty big life events that happened in 2020. Uh, so this episode is going to be actually about my wedding. So I proposed to my now wife in October of 2019, about right, you know, a month or so before we stopped producing podcasts. And we got married in 2020. Uh, Blake was my best man. Brandon was one of our ushers. And the night ended up being an absolute fucking shit show uh <laughs> to say the least i know i so my my biggest curiosity for this conversation is where we're gonna have to draw the line <laughs> as to what we can't say there's you know? definitely some lines and i already had to preface some of those <laughs> with brandon and blake prior to the podcast uh there were i don't remember some, any of that i have no idea what you're talking about there were I must some thought of it paying attention illegal things that happened at my wedding somehow um <laughs> i guess when you get that many people together in the middle of absolutely nowhere you end yeah. up with something. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it was funny because I was talking to Brennan actually like while you were uh, loading in earlier and uh, uh, I was saying like, yeah, no, Brennan, like you have a different perspective because, you know, you were there were some things you saw that me and Mike don't even know happened. And then I totally forgot that Brennan blacked the fuck out <laughs> and probably doesn't remember half of the night anyway. Um, and then slept in a horse trailer. That's right. Sure. Yeah. If it's been so, over a week, though, I'm not going to remember it anyway. Let's just well, be yeah, honest. Right. And that's when you're sober. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we can just kind of <clears throat> go down the line. I guess we can start with... We'll just go beginning. in order of the, the, the sequentially, yeah. <laughs> right. The best that we can remember because, I mean, we bought... We did buy a lot of beer for the wedding. So my wedding was actually right outside of where me and my wife and Blake all graduated high school. We did it on her family's land. So we had a lot of money that we could set aside for food and alcohol. And we had a really good time. So we did it in October and unfortunately it was fucking hot as shit because we live in so Texas. Hot. Like we've, we've stayed in the past. So got a bunch of beer, uh, had a very good friend. Uh, his name is Tony. He runs a company called prison city barbecue. They're out of Georgia. They have merchandise online. If you just Google Prison City Barbecue, definitely take a look. They've got really cool hats. They've got really cool shirts. 
and he's been talking about it for a while, but he's going to be doing some dry rubs hopefully pretty soon. And if you ever get a chance to grab some of that, definitely. He is by far the best cook that I've ever ran into. He, anytime that he starts making food, I'm always in. Yeah, and, and we're not saying that just because we know him. Like, that was, I usually rag on people who have fajitas at their weddings, but like, these were the best fajitas I've had in my life, not just at a wedding, but like the best fajitas ever. <laughs> oh, but this is everything he cooks, though. I yeah, mean, yes. well, the, his, the beans he made were like everything, everything that he made that day was like, holy shit, how do I get this every day? Insane. The first time that I ever had any of his cooking was a Thanksgiving dinner. And I mean, oh, that was out Lucky. of the park. He's a gumbo, like, cook-off champion. I mean, the man can cook anything. He throws it down. Crawfish, Damn. best crawfish I've ever had. By far. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. So, I, mean, I, I bet he can throw down on some crawfish. I didn't even think about that. Just as, as a plug for a good buddy of mine who can fucking cook. But we had him cook. We had Tony come and he flew in from Georgia just to cook for us, which I could not be more thankful because he he threw down and he gave us a great price for everything and he's uh i haven't told y'all but so there's another friend of ours her name is sarah she's actually having tony cater for her wedding too so like ours was his very first catering and mm. now he's got a second <laughs> one so got the ball rolling for him i'm very yeah. proud to have been part of that um so we got the food going we got the beer right so uh it is tamu game day right it was on a saturday yeah, of course so, yeah <laughs> so blake and i are like no shit a half hour before my wedding there is a shop on my wife's uh, family's land and it's about a 42 to 4,500 square foot shop. It's fucking massive. And he built a apartment in the shop specifically for our wedding, like mm -hmm. water, plumbing, a bed, a bathroom, kitchen, everything furnished it all. So, we <laughs> were like getting beer out of the fridge all day and watching the AM game. And I had built three full sets of cornhole boards just for the wedding and had, you know, had some good friends, really everything that we did for the wedding. We had uh, friends of ours or family in every part of it. So, you know, a good buddy of mine officiated the wedding. Um, Alexis's family set up the entire venue uh, I mean, anything. Uh, I built the cornhole boards with a buddy of mine, and then we had another friend come over. She decorated them all. They're super nice. I have one set that I actually just took over to Brandon's house pretty recently, and then we let the other two sets go to one, the lady who planned the wedding, and then the other set actually went to the people who hosted the wedding. So it was just kind of like my thank you and, and you know, in a remembrance of the day. So Brand uh, Brandon Blake and I are all... Half hour before my wedding, watching the AM game, drinking beer, playing cornhole, not thinking that the bedroom apartment that we were getting ready in was where my buddy Tony was cooking. And yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I, I could not cool down. I was oh. sweating through ev my entire suit right before the wedding, took an ice cold shower and helped none because they had the oven on and they were grilling and everything possible was as hot as it could be in that bedroom yeah and there were like 10 people in this little like 500 square foot space not even 500 square feet like 300 square foot space half of them are cooking the other half are just like frantically trying to get 19 layers of a suit on to then walk out into the fucking 104 degree weather 
Oh, and they were going in and out of that door constantly. So oh, it was yeah, wide yeah. open. So it was, AC, yeah, it was easily yeah. 95 degrees in there. Yeah, the AC was yeah. was just blasting and not doing anything. <laughs> it was a window unit as well. It yeah. wasn't central AC. <laughs> exactly, so it was yeah. just one small unit doing everything that it could. So I don't know if I told y'all this, but Alexis wanted to do, but my wife, Alexis, she wanted to do vows. And she had vows written. I didn't write any. Yeah. <laughs> I completely fucking winged it at the altar. I do remember that because I remember asking you. Um, I thought you were joking when you said you didn't and you were going to wing it. And I was like, oh, okay, haha. And then like you really didn't. I was like, oh, shit, okay. Like, 100% winged it. Which so, is usually a bad idea, but oh, well, you yeah, did very terrible. well with it. So. Yeah, yours were very good, actually. I remember literally none. Of what I said. <laughs> well, I think you like blacked out up there for a second. Because, I had to have. Yeah. Because I mean, it just was done. And like everyone was asking you all questions and you're like, I, I don't know. We're just, we're done now. So we're good. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. So we're standing there and Brandon and his girlfriend start bringing everybody down the aisle. So, you know, family, my, my stepmom, my mom, my dad, my grandma, and we're all sitting there and... <laughs> We had lit candles down the aisle and we're out in the middle of this pasture and my grandma knocks over one of the candles and lights her dress on fire Yeah, right before my <laughs> wife walks down the aisle. And fortunately, Alexis's cousin realized what was going on and he jumped across the aisle and put it out. But it also lit, because my wife was wearing heels, it lit the like the cloth that we had laid out for the aisle on fire as well. So yeah. they were like stomping my grandmother's dress out and stuff <laughs> as my wife's about to walk down the aisle. See, Beautiful. I missed that because I was walking your other grandma and I walked right past her when that happened. You did. Then I just hear nothing but like chaos behind me. And I'm like, I just keep going. Like, I'm yeah. come on grandma, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. We were like literally, well, I don't even I think it was only like the second or third group had gone down and that happened and we just heard like a commotion and they're just like, oh, 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 and luckily everyone had like a beer in their hand and they put it out with the beer, I believe. <laughs> so, something. I don't, just, I, I, one of those things that I saw something happen and didn't even hear what actually happened right, until right. after the, the actual ceremony. Yeah. And it's funny. So the guy who officiated the wedding is like five, six, five, seven, like not very tall. And we had a rock for him to stand on. And we promised him that it was not going to be in any of the pictures. Right. And yeah. someone got him standing yeah. on the rock and he was so mad. Was so it, upset about it. it was so funny the day beforehand because he was like so proud of this rock. Like he was like, I'm going to be able to see over y'all. And then the picture came out and he's like, very obviously on this like six inch rock just yep. like chilling out so uh, you know the 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 wedding finishes and we're gonna go take pictures right and they're like all right like alexis bring your family up here and we're like all right and yeah. they're like, okay uh michael bring your whole family up there and i see my stepmom out in the seats mm -hmm. and i was like hey get up here like you're gonna be in these pictures and my biological mother has a fucking meltdown and refuses to be up there. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe you would invite her up here. I 
can't believe you would invite her to the wedding. Like, I'm not going to be in any pictures. To, like, I can't even get pictures done. Like, I can't get them printed and hang them at the house. Like, this is fucking ridiculous. And then she just left the wedding. Yeah. Like, yeah. She just straight up yeah. left the wedding. Like, yeah. no one could get her to stay. Like, you know, her only son getting married for the first time. And he wanted just, I just wanted my stepmom in the pictures, the family picture. And yeah, it was, she just straight up left. Oh yeah. Well, and it was funny because I thought she was just like storming off because it was like a little tiff. And then we just saw the truck going down the driveway and we're like, okay, she's like trying to make a statement. And then she just never came back. (laughs) Never came back. And this was, this was 10 minutes before the mother son dance too. Right. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the next part was, you know, so when we left the, like we walked away, we hid inside the house so that everybody could go. Cause you know, everybody knows how weddings are. You want to stop and congratulate the bride and the groom. So we went back out after everybody cleared out and, you know, we were asking everybody to come up. And then she was like, no, 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 no. Like uh, she just left. She's like, I refuse. She's like, I can't believe you picked this over me. It's like, okay, this isn't your wedding. This has nothing to do with you. And also your only child. Exactly. (laughs) Like, like suck it up for literally a picture. And then we can get separate pictures without her in it, but you're not going to exclude her. Like, that's just not, that that's not for you to decide. So she leaves. My stepdad tries to follow her. Like he can't get her. My uncles go and try to follow her. They can't get him. And yeah. So the next part was being introduced as husband (laughs) and wife and then us doing the dance. So yeah, we, we get all that going and, you know, fortunately my stepdad stayed and, and family. So we got to take pictures. Um, and then, so Blake, I haven't told you this, but you know, the picture where Jim is holding me up in the air. Yes. So I printed that out and at my, at my previous location for work, they were asking us to print out like our favorite pictures of us and I printed it out and they didn't want to hang it up because of like the homosexual like implications implications of the photos. I'm like, That's it's funny. my fucking brother. Like yeah, on my <laughs> wedding, on my wedding day. Like, <laughs> like we're in idea. suits. Like what? Yeah. Maybe they thought you got married to him. Good. Yeah. He might have. Up. I mean, uh, you know, that guy was hitting on your brother all night. Dude, so, I know that's that's what I was Blake and I were talking about. He's like, "Do you think we should talk about?" That? I was like, "Fuck it, I don't care. Yeah. We should definitely talk yeah. about that. I don't care at all." So we get inside, right? We we all sat down and we like we start going through it all, and we start going through the ceremony portion, the cake, and and everything like that. Everybody's come by, oh, congratulations, blah 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 blah, and then like everybody starts drinking. And that's where, oh my God, that's where it goes really, really downhill very quickly. So we, I mean, we had been drinking all day and then they brought some crown and stuff. So we were drinking and, you know, hanging out and having a good time. And a buddy of mine brought his twin brother and his twin brother was fucking hitting on everyone. Yeah. Oh God! Yes, Everyone. everybody, Holy multiple shit. times because he would forget he hit on them and hit on them again. Yeah. Male, yeah, female, did no. didn't matter. Didn't matter at all. Very progressive so, flirter. Yes. <laughs> so he, <laughs> the funniest story from the night that I think is he walked into that spare room and knocked a, a bottle of uh, salsa <laughs> off of a off of like a table. <laughs> And it landed lid first and just exploded everywhere. 
And the guy who owns the property, my wife's uncle, was in the room as well. And he said my buddy just like, oh, and covered his mouth and left for the property owner to clean it up. And, uh, you know, the next morning uh, we were talking about, it, he's like, yeah, man, like everything was cool until you dropped the salsa and exploded. And it was new concrete. So there's like a little red stain on the concrete <laughs> still because it just didn't have, you know, and the concrete was fairly new. So it's still a little porous, you know. So it's just retaining salsa color for God knows how long. God, that's fine. I, I forgot about that too. Yeah, just whoop. Yeah, <laughs> just, he just acted like everything was all right. God. Well, and then there were so many like little things that happened because let's see. Um, my shoes that I rented decided to just break. Oh, yes. The entire soul. Yeah, the entire soul. Like one of them just started flapping off. I'm like, okay, cool. This is neat. As I was walking up to give my best man speech, I just walk out of both of my souls. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I've got these like 1800 peasant slides on. And if you look in the if you look in the pictures of me giving the speech, I'm like a good half inch shorter than I should be. And my shoes look questionable <laughs> like oh yeah you can definitely tell they're missing something and i'm just like ah that's 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 just typical but it makes us it, it's i'm i usually break something at a uh, weddings anyway so yeah is not, it your at least you didn't uh, rip your pants yeah yeah usually usually it's my pants which i'm actually totally fine if it's the rental shoes because it was men's warehouse and they're going out of business anyway i don't fucking care but the pants are usually the worst because they're this is what's happened Every time I've worn a suit I've owned to a wedding, I've ripped the pants. So it's on me to fix it. Every rental I've owned was like fucking Spider-Man's spandex suit and just wouldn't rip for anything. Like the wedding, my other buddy's wedding that was like a couple weeks after yours, um, we had rented tuxedos. <clears throat> One of the other groomsmen rented from the same place. His ass busted out. Another buddy, his ass busted out. I was like... Force, I was like, I'll just join the trend. I'll try and make it happen. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I almost bought that tux afterwards because it would not break. I was like, these are the only things that can withstand this cake. You do it have that thick. dump truck. It is thick. I got, I got them firm pumps. So, you know, the night progresses. We start taking shots. And so I've got a, I've got a ton of Alexis's family, my wife. And, you know, I've got Blake and I've got a bunch of friends and family. And I was like, I'd like to make a toast. And I was like, oh, okay, nice, nice. Yeah, what do you want to say? And I was like, all right, everybody hold up your drink. Um, to our wives and to our girlfriends and to they never meet. And, you know, thinking back on it, that was probably a bad toast to give at my own wedding. <laughs> you know, as yeah. like, a, as like, you know, having a side chick on, you know. Right, right. So you I got a pair of early, it's all it is. That's right. I got a bunch of really fun looks. Right. So yeah, Nani was probably like, "Por qué, Michael?" Okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, so, Nani was probably asleep by then. Honestly, no, she wasn't <clears throat> because we tried to take oh, really? Brandon's kids over <clears throat> to her house, and she was still at the party. Yeah, we oh, couldn't geez. find her. Yeah, we were hoping we could just dump Brandon's kids off at her place because it was on the property, and then from there we could just like go back to what we were doing. Interesting. I so could, okay, because we were all joking about her going to bed early, and then yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, she was yeah. there. Because that was like the first time I think Alexis's mom was saying the first time the entire family had been together 
for like a while. So I think they were all yes. just living it up Panamanian style. Yeah, it definitely worked we, out though because we put them in the the horse trailer that was right on property. So mm-hmm. and luckily they went to bed before all the craziness happened and oh you God, know yeah. body parts started coming out and you know Ooh, little things a little presenting in front of the class. <laughs> so we start we start playing cornhole. We start having a good time, you know, and uh, so yeah, my my brother, my both of my brothers get fucking trashed. Um, somebody brought a little. Weed, and uh, you know that was uh, that ended up somewhere. I never saw it directly, so I couldn't really speak to it. You know what I mean? Home, right, home, wink, wink. Right. And <laughs> so, yeah, my brother's crossfaded, and he is hanging out with a friend of mine's like fuck buddy, at, I think at the time, or boyfriend, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. And this dude just kept hitting on my brother, like, mm, yeah, I bet you. Bet you pick up all the ladies. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then for some reason, um, later in the night, my brother just like pulled his fucking dick out in front of everyone. <laughs> and yeah, there was some inappropriate groping uh going on by no one specific. And oh wait, uh, but going back to when he pulled it out, wasn't the uh, the guy that officiated your wedding said he got the table as well? Yes, that's like who let, sober. Yeah, that's that's actually who let me know my brother pulled yeah. his dick out in front of everyone. So, uh, yeah, we get we get towards the end of the night. Everybody's having a good time, um, and yeah, we've been making like s'mores and stuff because we did a little s'mores board, and yeah, everybody's getting a little inappropriate, a little touchy touchy at the wedding because you know no one's had physical touch for you know, almost a year at that point. And, (laughs) you know, we were, we were all, we were all safe. We were in a County that didn't have a mask mandate. You know, we tried to maintain six feet the best way that we could, but you know, at the end of the night, it was just mostly family and really close friends. So, you know, everybody's getting real touchy feely, having a good time. And then I walk over to uh, my buddy who officiated the wedding. And I was like, uh, hey, so how are y'all doing? It looks like uh, it looks like y'all aren't having the greatest of time. And yeah. they're like, hey, I, I I need to pull you aside. I'm like, okay, yeah, like what's going on? I was like, yeah, so uh, my wife was my wife was groped, and a couple other people were groped. And I was like, mm, that's bad. And he's like, yeah, uh, your brother was pulling his dick out. And I was like, hmm, <laughs> it's probably time that everybody goes home. Yeah. So I find a wedding planner, and I was like, hey, we uh, probably need to cut it. And she was like, oh, well, like, do you mind if we stay here? I'm like, this is your property. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm just making everybody that doesn't live here go home. So, you know, we get everybody corralled up. And, you know, on my wedding night, ended up having to drive my two brothers back to where they were staying because they were too drunk to drive home. Oh, my uh, stepmom left her panties. Like Ooh. her, her, uh, her, uh, what are they called? The, uh, Thanks. not leggings uh pantyhose oh okay nope she uh she took off her pantyhose and left them on a table and they were found i didn't i didn't say anything this is the first time i've said anything but uh yeah she uh for some reason took them off during the reception at some point and left them on a table i mean i guess it's better than finding her panties somewhere like in a room somewhere so very true that one's a fair you know maybe it was high because it was hot you know just taking them off, just give her the benefit of the doubt versus, eh, you know. Yeah, there was a, 
definitely some uh am i am i missing anything because i feel like i'm towards the end of the night um oh well we could (laughs) we could talk about how uh the cornhole boards were the bounciest fucking boards i've ever played on in my life hey man i did my best no but it was it was beautiful because where they were set up outside it was like perfect and then it got dark and it got like texas country dark so um we had a fucking spotlight out there just beaming all the middle so the last two ones are fine the first two you're literally blind in the eye facing the spotlight and you're just kind of throwing for a hole which is like every Same. friday night there oh. it is. <laughs> but uh yeah that was pretty funny um Oh, we could talk about the rehearsal dinner where like Alexis's ex stepbrother just randomly showed up, and I thought it was fucking Enrique Velasquez or whatever that tiny Hispanic guy's name is. Yeah, and that was really that was really weird too because we stayed for a long ass time after because like his mom wouldn't come get him for like I don't know I don't know where she was. Well, and because because she dropped him off at the dinner too, right? Right. Yeah, he would. I don't know if you remember that he was just standing there when we walked in. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, like, nothing against him. He looks like a small man. Like I thought it was a grown ass man waiting for the table, and then like they get in there, and Alexis was just like, <laughs> and then like because nobody else knew who he was, <laughs> and then they did that, and then we it ate was... in the dark. <laughs> Yes, we did oh, eat in yes the dark. Yeah, so there's a place up uh, near Possum Kingdom Lake. It's called the Wildcatter, and that's where we had our reception dinner. And we get there, and everything's supposed to be prepped uh, because we know a buddy who actually is like the head chef there. So we get there, we sit down at the tables, and there's fucking no lights at all. So it's like eaten by touch. We couldn't fucking, yeah. we could barely fucking see. And that was and, after like 45 minutes of them fucking with the breakers and everything. And they're like, fuck it. We'll just light these lanterns. And leave them here. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, it was just kind of annoying because we were probably one of the only actual reservations that night. That was, I mean, I know y'all reserved this well ahead of time too. And it's like, y'all yes, couldn't have did. like tested the night beforehand to make sure the fucking porch lights work, you know? And I don't know. It was fun. I will say you know, Wildcatter is technically like a resort or a hunting lodge or whatever. Cheapest alcohol I have ever bought at a bar in a resort or hunting lodge was there. Cause I'm, you know, well, I live in the Austin area. So I'm used to like these pretentious California prices and everything. And then we get up there and I'm like, I'll have a double of this. And then I think I bought something for brand for Brandon and Jim at the same go. All three of those drinks was less than one drink in Austin. And like two of them were liquor. And I was just like, Holy shit, this is awesome. Drinker all night. I think Liquor. I was double too. Liquor. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Barely nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> just like seeing your head disappear from the camera. Just going, I gotta say, I, I love the camera though. The new camera setup. Just so, looking at this sexy, sexy man. So we're yeah. getting more. I actually ordered uh, against Blake's will. I ordered a <laughs> a uh, webcam for him, and it will be there tomorrow. He's uh, trying to see so me nude. I'm trying to see him nude. Mm. We might as well just, you know. You know, you know, you know, during the uh, during the podcast, because my thought process is 
like y'all can see me and if i can see blake like there's hardly any latency in the the voice compared to the camera like mm-hmm. the website that we use is really good so it'll be like we're in the same room because like i live 45 minutes from brandon and then brandon and i live about two two and a half hours away from blake so we're not even remotely in the same area so we have to we had to find man it took us forever like we've talked about previous podcasts uh to find something that finally works and and this works really well so I do a little bit of streaming on Twitch, so I have a uh, webcam already, and it's it's nice. It's weird seeing my own face, but it, it's going to be nice when Brandon or when uh, Blake has one, and then if Brandon ever you know uh, guest stars on the podcast, get if he has one, then we can all see each other. But so oh, I mean, to... I, I'm I'm doing this thing naked, so just be prepared. Good. I'm glad your kids are asleep. <laughs> That's why I want the fucking webcam. <laughs> So I'll, I'll put one at the base by my chair for my feet only fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's hey, funny we don't that? get paid for this podcast, Blake. Be wasting money. <laughs> well, what's funny, and that's a whole other one, uh, a whole other topic I want to talk about in another episode. But just to divert real quick, one of our there was like one of my buddies. I was uh, we were joking about like using his feet for OnlyFans, but he's got like hairy little Hobbit feet, and we were like, you know what? There's probably like a niche market out there where people are going to pay like top dollar to see his little sausages and not even know it's like, if, especially if you say like, this isn't a man's foot, <laughs> this is right. just a rugged Russian grandmother's toes. So oh, you, know. I'm you gotta just shave gonna, them a little bit. Yeah. I'm just going to continue the topic since we're already on it. Uh-huh. You know that women sell their used underwear, they'll wear it once and then sell it for like $50 a pair. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is that? I, yeah, who would want those though? Honestly, I just ugh. same people who are buying gamer girl bathwater. Like, oh what are you talking god. about? Oh my god, dude! What's what's um, what was the thing with her? Belle Delphine was she on TikTok or like what was she on that she got big on like Twitch or like Musically or something? I think it was Musically. And it and went to TikTok to... and then she got right. banned from Patreon or OnlyFans because she sold all that bathwater that gave people. Fucking chlamydia! Oh God! <laughs> was it chlamydia or herpes? It, it might have been. It was it herpes. Was, it, it was either herpes, chlamydia, or syphilis. I think it was herpes because it was like. Were herpes. they fucking drinking it? Like, what oh, the dude, fuck were they course. doing? You know what do you? I mean, are you kidding? Brandon, of course Brandon, they're drinking. Brandon, it. These people were buying like. It dip sold cans, out immediately. Yeah, dip can sized containers of water for like thirty bucks a piece, and it sold out immediately. Yeah, and she made a joke okay. about doing some more, but calling it like, but it was like gamer girl, I don't know, use cereal milk or something like that. But then she got banned from OnlyFans, which is very hard to do, by the way. Well, she and broke then, the fucking website. Yeah, yeah, she broke it because there was like too much traffic. That was kind of like whenever, um, God, that one actress, whenever she got on OnlyFans and like was like, I'm doing this to promote the sex workers and then made like $2 million in a day. And they were like, okay, now we need to cap the amount of money that people can make because... God, what is her name? It's the one that it's uh the chick that does it's something else, Bell something, isn't it? Bella Thorne. Bella That's Thorne. Right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. She she did that, but um, yeah. But She's then produced Bell... porn, but never been in one. Just oh, as right. a, as an Uber fact, you know. Uh, right, but then the funny um the funny segue for uh, segue, but the funny relation to that is that Belle Delphine, I think she's still banned on OnlyFans, but now she like actually does porn. Like basically, yeah. like only fan style porn. I believe I, I guess it's on Pornhub. I mean, where? I mean, if it's not, it's gonna get linked there at some point anyway, right? Like, 
I mean, so, all port hub, all, all port ends up on the hub. It seems like so. Right. Well, and so it, can we talk about something real fast though? Um, there's a fucking dildo called the Annihilator XXXL, <laughs> and it's like 18 inches long. Ugh. And it um, has been described to shuck you like a pistachio. It's pistachio. Holy Fuck, shit. I messed it up. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's uh, that's rough. I also saw a TikTok the other day that a kid walked in on their mom's spread eagle using a vibrator, and I feel like oh, I would have to oh dig my, my eyes out with a fork. Oh, I would. So I was, when we were in health class, we had a, our health teacher was a registered nurse and she told a story about a lady that was up on her counter with a broom. I've heard this before. You know, and the kid walked in. So she jumped off the counter. (sighs) The broom goes all the way up. I mean, Uh, it it just, it killed her, obviously, because six foot broom handles straight up. (laughs) Good God. But damn it. God, fucking Vlad the Impaler. <laughs> imagine, imagine now, a I, fucking eighteen-inch dildo. Wait, wait, what's I the just, girth on um, that though? Wait, it's I a just, lot. I just thought of the best joke. You've heard of a popsicle? Guess that was a momsicle. <laughs> Rip to that lady because she died. But like, <laughs> sorry for the buildup on that. But yeah, no. What is the girth? Because I feel like if it's that long, they're they're also compensating with like a fist-sized entry wound. Well, I mean, you know, they say the thing about, you know, anuses can stretch, what, like a raccoon and a half. So, yeah. uh, seven inches. That's right. So, the real question is can an anus take more than the old vagina? I would say no, because I feel like I've heard of people like putting their head in there and shit. So, right. I've never seen it. Okay. Just, okay. So, it is $103 on Amazon. All right. Okay. It is. A, I'm just, I'm just going to read you the fucking description. <laughs> The cyclopene dildo is only for those ready for the ultimate and extreme ass dissemination. (laughs) A towering column of cock at 18 inches tall and 12 inches in circumference. Holy shit. This hefty insertable will allow you to reach the absolute summit of extreme anal endurance. One of the biggest we sell, this massive schlong is a truly delicious challenge <laughs> for only the most experienced in backdoor play. Oh, God. Bro, so it's like made for diameter. So, no, no, 12 inch circumference. So it's like it's four inches, four inches wide, but still. I'm going to link this to y'all so that you can genuinely react. Four inches wide. <laughs> That Bro, you that, can that, genuinely react the same way that I just did. That's like a fist. Oh, God. You see. Oh. Oh, that bitch is dense. Yeah, oh, my Lord. Oh, I love that it's on Amazon, too. That Boys, I use my, my mom uses my Amazon. She's going to pull this up. <laughs> like, what fucking the fuck are you buying? No, no, no. Brandon, fucking, <laughs> to the swipe, fucking swipe right and see it compared Holy to a human shit. body. Shit. That's a skinny bro, but damn it, that thing is bro, so massive. That is a fucking whale dick. <laughs> oh my god, the the balls look like a kettlebell. Because at first I'm like, oh, it's like pretty big. That is an adult human, I'm hoping, is an adult human holding this thing up. 
That looks like that twisted kind of like hentai porn you come across when you're on a bender. Jesus. And there's only 10, there's only 19 left in stock. Fuck. Apparently it's a fucking hot item. <laughs> Lord. I'm trying to I'm trying to find the <clears throat> weight. Because I'm gonna say see more detail. It's, it's made out of PVC, just to give you a heads up. Jesus. It's <laughs> nine pounds. Holy That's shit. That's a fucking infant. God. Bigger than infants. Quite a few of them, yeah. Good Christ. And this is specifically for anus. Only. I would hope so, because I... Well, actually, I don't even know if I want to hope that on someone. That's like... <laughs> like, you know, we yeah. all kind of grew up with the same fucked up internet like blake and eyes maybe even brandon but where you would see like super either fucked up gifts or mm. videos that were on websites or where yes. it could be like beheadings yes. or like fucking like car accidents where people die like that's the kind of stuff that you would find on the early 2000s you know to 2010 oh, internet fortune. oh no no absolutely like early to like 2000 2001 2002 i was you know sophomore junior senior in high school god i forget how old you are and it i mean it is that's all you saw but it was so unfiltered and they didn't have like parental blocks so we would be oh, no. in the school library looking up this shit good god yeah because it was I, also and there was new. there was some website it was like some it was probably like E-Bomb's World or like E-Fucked or whatever it was Something called. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just the most fucked up shit you could possibly find on the internet. And yeah. we're just in the library just scrolling through shit just like, what the fuck is this, yeah. you know? But it just yeah. desensitized <laughs> just so much. Like the shit just like, eh, now it doesn't even matter, you know? Dude, I don't even – there was one day – I don't even know how I got on it because that's just how 4chan and Reddit are. They'll just be like something that randomly gets it, and then you'll be like, oh, cool. And there's like some tag hidden in the description, and now your suggested stuff is this really fucked up stuff. And, of course, you're curious, so you're like, oh, what's this? There is like a kind of – not sexual preference, but sexual kink that involves like – and when I say self-mutilation, I don't mean like, oh, they're like kind of cutting themselves like on the wrist or whatever. Like there's like full on fucking steak knives like in like tits. And it's oh, gross. Shit. It's gross. Yeah. It's like, I don't even know if we can actually say that on here because they're like, I know it's marked as mature, but some of this is like grotesque. But that's all I'm going to say is like, that was the that was the best version of what was on that link. So it's fucked up, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, to touch on a story that I've had happen to me, and I'm not sure if we've talked about this podcast or not, and if I have, then just suck it the fuck up. Um, so my brother is one of my brothers is gay, and wait, they live what? <laughs> Which one? Right, that's the question. Um, so we he lives outside of Austin. There was one night I was like in the area, and I was like, hey, what are we doing tonight? He's like, fuck it, let's go to the gay bars. And I was like, mm, fuck it, let's go. Like I'm not, I'm comfortable in myself right so we go we find this cool spot in austin it was like it was like even i think it was between sixth and seventh street it was like a weird spot it wasn't actually on one of the streets and it was three stories so we come in on on the main floor which is the middle uh and we're just hanging out having a good time we go up to the top floor you know it looks down over the dance floor and they're like hey let's go down to the fucking basement no <sighs> And I was like, okay. So we get down there, and the fog is as as thick as you could imagine fog being. Oh, and we walk to this corner, and this room is just wrapped 
in black leather couches, like a fucking casting couch room, right? And there's a full-sized dog cage. I forgot about this story. (laughs) Full dog cage for what is spoken in the gay community, and maybe even more. This is the only place I've learned it. Don't come at me. It's called Puppy Play. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, I have not heard of this. Just soak okay. that in for a second. Brandon, tell me what you think Puppy Play is. God, I mean, I, I'm just... I, I don't even know where to go with it. Because it's just, I mean, someone pretended to be a dog. And I would just... I want to go innocent with, like, my kids as they pretend to be dogs. But I know it's far from that. So I need to hear this description. Although puppy play is implicitly a sexual fetish, it does not explicitly require penetrative sex. What is puppy play and why is it so popular? A primer on the kink that involves puppy hoods, wagging tails, fetching bones, barking, but not necessarily sex. So... Just imagine you're like, hey, you wanna you wanna head downtown? Like, hey, you wanna head downtown? Be my little little puppy girl. You wanna, oh, you wanna get well, like fucking, sniff that butt. Fucking, fucking dog cage for daddy. Uh, <laughs> let's go down to this fucking bar downtown. I know a real fucking smoky room where I can. Oh, my oh God. it also my has surround sound headset is making this. Very <laughs> <uncomfortable>. <laughs> And they also had uh, like mounts on the wall where you could chain people up. And this was, I I guess, normal because it was a very used dog crate. So what's the uh, what's the name of this place? I'm trying to make my weekend plans. I I don't know it off the top of my head, but uh, I will definitely get you that information. It does not sound COVID friendly. <laughs> it's definitely not COVID friendly. <laughs> definitely not COVID friendly. And that's uh, so I did get the vaccine Ooh. yesterday. Vaccine, uh, vaccine. So I got my first round of COVID vaccine. Got the Moderna shot. Uh, my arm fucking hurts today. Just to give you a heads up, if you decide to get the two round shot. Uh, so I have a buddy who is a firefighter, so he got like first dibs on the shot, and mm. he got the Moderna shot, and he had no issues with the first one. The second one, he was actually on duty, and he had he was having vivid dreams and was sweating, but you know he was just sick. He was cold, but he was sweating, and he said that he woke up standing straight up in his bunk. I had no idea where he was at. And it took Oof. him like 10 seconds to realize that he was on duty at the fire station. Jesus. So I'm taking a vacation day the day after I get my shot so that I can, whatever happens, happens. Hopefully nothing because right. some people don't have any issues at all. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm trying to, I want to just get this shit over with, to be honest with you. I just want to get back. To, it's been over a fucking year at this point. It was supposed to be two years. Yeah. So like, <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. fine with, dealing with you know the social distancing and stuff but it's like it's pretty fucking old at this point Mm -hmm. especially for someone like you who's been like 
who has been actually working with the general public on a day-to-day basis. General public fucking suck, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I got a promotion, and I'm like, I, I like my mental health is so much fucking better because I don't deal directly with people anymore. I just deal with like escalations, and it's right. it's, it's awesome. Yeah, and I know, I know, like the drive sucks for you now because it's a little bit further, but I feel like it's better because you can like more mentally prepare for what you're walking into compared and, to beforehand, where you're just right. like immediately there. You and know? we can prep for the podcast and I can listen to the podcast in full. Right. Cause like before I worked right across the street from where I work, like literally it was a half a mile. And right. so I didn't get to listen to any new music, didn't listen to podcasts, the fucking nothing. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I hate to cut us off, but we're at that time. So I, I really want to thank Brandon for jumping into the podcast Absolutely and uh, learning what puppy play was. Yeah. Um, what the Annihilator XXXL was. It had to be three X's, you know. A dick play. I mean, I, I'll tell you what, this thing has definitely made me the hardest I've ever been, just this conversation. So, fuck. So, thank y'all so very much for stopping in. We genuinely enjoy doing this and hopefully get to do this more for y'all in the future. Uh, so, for Blake and Michael and Population 536, thank y'all so much. Peace.